Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, welcome. It's your Daily Dose of Donna. And today is Monday, June 5th. It is my son Oliver's eighth birthday. Happy birthday, Oliver. My love, my joy, my heart. Of course, I have two of them, but no, there's something about your little baby. He's not a baby anymore. He's he's getting a little older. He's so sweet. Oh my gosh. So you guys, today is Monday. If you're watching on YouTube or on TikTok, welcome. If you are listening on the Apple Podcast app or on Spotify, welcome. So, so excited to have you here. You guys, I have to be honest, I am struggling today. And I'm struggling for a reason. I'm not hungover. I'm not hungover, although I did have some drinks last night because I was at a wedding. I was at my little sister's wedding. She got married. And the entire weekend was wedding related. So Friday, Friday was, uh, we went out actually for a quick little sushi dinner with my son for his birthday. And then Saturday we went to the rehearsal dinner, like the wedding, like reception weekend, welcome dinner on Saturday night. And then Sunday night we went to the wedding. So last night, Oh my gosh, you guys, this wedding was so gorgeous. It was at the Bel Air Bay Club, which is beautiful. It's kind of Pacific Palisades um, overlooking the ocean. It was cold. That's the one bummer. I don't know where you guys live right now. Um, Thanks, Ashley. She says, you're my fave. Love Daily Dose of Donna. Thank you so much. I don't know where you guys live, but born and raised here in Los Angeles, I have never, ever seen weather like there is in 2023. Not only did we get an insane amount of rain, for months and months and months. But it's June 5th. And yes, we're used to June gloom, but this gloom doesn't go away. Like we're lucky if we see the sun at all. It sucks. And so I don't know where you guys are. Okay, Darlene's in Kansas City. It's 90 degrees. Ashley's in New Jersey. Uh, Ray's 93 degrees in Naples, Florida. Like what the F, Los Angeles? I'm spending a lot of money. I'm spending a lot of money in property taxes and just like to live in California. And I'm not making, uh, it's not, it's not worth it. Walla Walla, Wisconsin, uh, Washington. Is that what that is? It's 90 already in June in Alabama. Oh, maybe I should move. Is it time? Is it time that Daily Dose of Donna goes on the road? Well, I am going on the road. For anyone that's new here, I'm going on the road, but not really with the show, but I'm leaving for three weeks starting on Saturday. I leave late Saturday night. Oh, from hi from Idaho. You know, last night at the wedding, I talked to someone from Idaho and they said it was so beautiful, like the lakes. And they said a lot of people are learning about Idaho and moving on over to Idaho from uh, California. So maybe I got to get myself over to Idaho. I've got to go to every state. You know, the reason why I got to go to every state is because I don't know states. Like, I know where I'm in California. I know Arizona is next to me. Nevada is next to me. I know Washington is above me. I don't know anything else. I know New York's on the right side. I know Florida's on the bottom right. I know Texas in the middle. I know Illinois somewhere in the middle. You guys, I really don't know. And it's weird because my son, Dylan, the older one, is a geography genius, knows everything. And I just know that everything is east of us. 
it sucks. I really, really wish I knew geography. So I got to go, if I go to the state, then I know where I am, you know, but if I haven't gone to the state, I have no idea where I am. Okay. So that's a shortcoming of mine. I am blonde and proud. Um, Welcome to the show. You guys killed it on Friday on YouTube. Can I tell you, I told you all that I had 3,944 subscribers on YouTube. Okay. This was on Friday. As of right now, so this is just three days later, on Monday, this is, let me see if I can pull it up to get the exact number right now. As of right now, Monday at 11.30 a.m. Pacific, I have 4,594 subscribers. I gained over, I think, I think gained almost 600 subscribers from that video because of you guys killing it. And I appreciate you and I love you. And YouTube is like loving me because I'm bringing on the subscribers. So they're showing my videos to more people. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. As you know, this show is brought to you by Ilya Wine. Ilya Wines, there's a rosé, there's a red, there's a white, there's also beer. There's a non-alcoholic that is coming out. Ilya Wines are made in Spain, designed in New York. And let me just tell you, I'm going to read to you guys. You guys always want to know, like, what do these rosés taste like? What does everything taste like? I'll talk all about this stuff in just a moment. Okay. The Monastrel, which is the rosé, says bright pink colorway in the nose. It has good intensity with notes of wild strawberry and hints of candy in the mouth. It's very fresh, elegant, and intense. That's me. I am fresh, elegant, and intense. <laughs> and the and the red, the Roble, is 50% Monastrel, 30% Tempranillo, and 20% Merlot. And it's so beautiful. And it's a high alcohol content. It's 14.5%, the red. Oh my gosh. But I can't talk about alcohol today because it was a wedding weekend and you know how those go. There's margaritas, there's champagne, there's wine, there's that. It's crazy. Hey, from South Africa. Oh my gosh. TikTok South Africa is watching. So I have to show you one thing. My birthday's on June 11th and I got this as a gift and it's backwards. I understand, but it says property of a fucking phenomenal podcaster. I love it from my friend, Jenna. Thank you so much. All right, you guys, let's get into some stories. Number one, it is Monday. It's always kind of a slow news day unless something crazy happens over the weekend, which it didn't happen. It didn't really happen crazy, except we did have a couple of things. Um, tonight is the Summer House reunion part two. Is anyone here watching it? I think there's only two parts of the reunion. I could be wrong. Then, of course, Wednesday. We're so close to the Vanderpump third part of the reunion. What? is going to be the big news that is going to be spilt. We have heard every, every piece of potential, um, you know, possibilities in terms of what it could be, what could be the big, you know, news. And I seriously think, I seriously think that in my opinion, I think that it's not going to be anything that is going to shock us as much as we're making it out to be. I'm hearing people say that. Brock got Raquel pregnant and she's hooking up with Randall and this and that. No, I really just don't think so. I don't think Brock has anything to do with it. I don't think Aunt, uh, Randall has anything to do with it. I think it's about Tom and Raquel and the length of their relationship. That's it. I really do. 
I don't think it's going to be anything shocking. And I think they're throwing us off with the Schwartz putting his head in hands with all of that stuff. I just don't see anything that is like going to be, you know, shocking. Um, But you guys tell me. I mean, if you think something different, I always want to know what you guys think. So, oh my gosh. Okay, let's see what else. In terms of reality, oh, and Real Housewives in New Jersey, of course, is going to be back on tomorrow, right? Tomorrow? Real Housewives is Tuesday. Yeah, so that's going to be part two, part two. Okay, so I think it's their timeline too, Lord. As Jessica Terry says, green light, green light. This was a big conversation on Friday is like, or on Thursday. What was that green light, green light conversation? I think it really was a production term. I can't imagine that Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz are that like on it to say like green light, like we're going the green story and not the red story or like the yellow story and not the blue story or whatever, you know? I don't think that it's anything like that. I could be wrong. I just don't think so. Okay. Um, So in terms of reality news, nothing crazy or huge has come out that I've seen. I have not seen anything that is like mind-blowing. Although a lot of you guys want to talk about Shannon Bedore. So Shannon Bedore from Real Houses of OC was at, where else, The Quiet Woman on Friday night. And those of you guys that know the show, you remember The Quiet Woman was the famous place where she got in a fight. I think with, who did she fight with at that dinner? Now I can't remember. Was it Vicky? Who did she fight with? She threw the plate at someone. Hold on. I want to go back to Vanderpump because Leah on TikTok says, Lala said on her podcast that someone else knew. I think it's the number one producer that the producers knew that Raquel. Yes. Okay. Okay. Oh, she threw the plate at Kelly. This is what I don't understand. Let's talk about Jeff Lewis for five. Okay. Jeff Lewis is, you know, you know, I'm a huge Jeff Lewis fan. And I'm just going to tell you guys, my goal in life is to be a chump my goal in life. And, uh, and so I, I was, I told you guys on Friday that I was in yoga with my friend and Monica Casey, who's one of the chums, one of Jeff's friends called Megan. She's friends with all of them. Right. And I was like, I need to be a chum. And Megan goes, Oh my God, do you know that? Like I'm obsessed with and so close with Carrie Lewis and, and Todd. And that's Todd is, is Jeff's brother. And then Carrie is of course the realtor and the sister-in-law. And I was like, oh my God. So later that night, this is on Friday night, we went out to sushi. I had a little sake, which is, you know, liquid courage. And I DM Todd. <laughs> and I was like, um, I was like, I was with Megan, Kelly, whatever, my friend Megan. I was with her this morning at yoga and she mentioned that she's friends with you or whatever. And Todd is like, I'm obsessed with that family. Um, and I said, my goal in life is to be a chump. And he said, someone else mentioned you to me. Who? I think I know who it is. But we got to get me on that Jeff Lewis train, okay? So let's work together. Maybe by the time I get back from Israel, I can be on Jeff Lewis. That's that. That's the next goal. Now let's talk about this. this. The reason why I brought up Jeff Lewis is because of Shannon. So Shannon was on... Jeff Lewis today. Now, I didn't listen live. If any of you guys listen live and you have the tea, let me know in the TikTok comments because I always have to listen in the afternoon because usually at 9 a.m. I'm busy. I'm working out. I'm doing something else. But I love um, I love Shannon. And yes, she's like a little bit challenging, but does she still have drama with Kelly? 
Because the fact that Jeff Lewis can be so close with Shannon and also so close with Kelly and then so close with Heather McDonald and then so close with Megan and then so close with all these people, like he is, Jeff Lewis is the glue between all the reality drama. Like everyone loves Jeff, no matter how much people hate each other. The only people that don't love Jeff, I think Heather Dubrow is getting over it, right? Heather Dubrow and him had some beef and I think they're going to be fine. I think Bethany and Jeff do not have a good relationship, but like who has a good relationship with Bethany? I'd like to know. Seriously, who? No, I'm serious, who? And um, I think Jeff Lewis is like, he's like the the inner, he's like the center of the circle and he can like, you know, he can connect with everyone. Okay, wait, hold on. I want to see this. Oh, Brandy Glanville despises Jeff Lewis. <laughs> Brandy Glanville, you guys, I'm struggling to be even like, I can't with Brandy Glanville at all. I'm sorry. That's just me. Um, oh, someone thinks I look like Kristen Chenoweth. That's interesting, Luna Bella. Okay, so I'm going to have, by the way, my electrician is here and my dogs just realized. So you're going to hear maybe some dog barking, but I'm just going to keep on going, Okay. So Leah says her name was brought up because Kelly and her live in the same neighborhood. Okay, so Kelly and Shannon live in the same neighborhood. At this point, I feel like everyone gets over it. Once you're off of these reality shows, you know, you kind of just have to get over it. But um, so Jeff Lewis, yeah, he had Shannon on his show, and I'm sure they talked about it today. But Shannon Bedore was at The Quiet Woman on Friday night, apparently with Tamara. And Tamara left a little bit earlier. And then all of a sudden, I woke up on Saturday morning, and it was the first picture on my Instagram feed was a picture of Shannon Bedore and her ex, David Bedore, together. It's like the most like jarring moment because if you watch the show or if you follow any of this stuff, you know how contentious this divorce was. You know how much he broke her heart. You know how much like that was such a drama. I'm going to go to the post to read the exact um, the exact, uh, caption. I don't think it was anything intense, but she wrote, you never know who you're going to run into at the quiet woman, Corona Del Mar, David Bador. And the comments are the best. Like, um, uh, hold on one second. Um, Tamara says, I guess I left too soon. Uh, Vicky said, oh, your wife, your girls will be so happy. Dave Quinn, who's someone that Jeff Lewis does not like, says, did not have this on my bingo card. And then some people are saying, oh, no, Shannon, no. Are you seeing the right therapist? I am losing respect for you. Um, here's the thing. I mean, the worst thing about this picture is that she has a big ass piece of spinach in her teeth. That's literally the worst part about this picture. Other than that, here's what I'm going to say. And I come from a divorced family. You know, my mom and my dad are divorced. I personally wish for my kids' sake, I wish, I mean, for my sake and like being a kid, I wish that my parents could just like be copacetic and be in the same room. They can't. They can't. Um, Last night I was at my little sister's wedding and my dad remarried and then had my sisters and then um, and then they broke up. He and his his wife, his second wife, also divorced. And last night they were at the wedding together and they both walked, you know, my sister down the aisle. They're not friendly in any capacity. They can be in the same room. But I think it's nice for the girls to see your mom and dad being able to connect and hug and be okay. And that's it. I don't think it's, you know, I, I feel like Shannon is, 
here's the thing. I think Shannon gets a lot of her self-worth similar to Vicky from the attention from men and Raquel too. <laughs> Actually, let's be honest. I think a lot of women get their attention, their their love, you know, their they feel better about themselves from their attention with men, which actually brings up this. I had a TikTok about Raquel and how she kind of was so off at this reunion. And it, it, you know, really like got a lot of attention. And then over on Instagram also, lots and lots of people uh, liked it and were talking about it, lots of conversation. And some of the comments were like, why didn't Andy ask Raquel if your relationship with Tom was so important? And you just felt like you were fostered so much in that relationship. What about your relationship with Ariana? Did you not feel like that with Ariana? And he didn't ask that question. We haven't seen the entire thing. But it's so interesting to think like some people really value – I think Ariana is such a girl's girl. And I think Ariana really like values her relationships with her girlfriends. And you can tell that. She's like, I don't trust men. So like a man can be a man and that's gross and like no wonder Tom did it, she basically said. But I trust my girlfriends and I would have tried – I can't believe that a girlfriend did this to me. And I think that that's actually what is the issue there. I think the issue is um, – Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. She, so Sandy says she competes with women. She got the man. She wins. Maybe, which is why she's just so unemotional at that reunion. Someone said, um, I will say, uh, Rebecca, I have to do a shout out for Rebecca Janoski Designs. She's a follower of the show. She's a doser and she paints and she's gotten mentioned by a lot of Real Housewives and stuff because she paints a lot of animals and stuff. So she painted Tamara Judge's dog who passed away and she painted Charlotte and Ariana mentioned her on her stories today. That is so sweet. I have a dog. So remember that, uh, remember that when, when that dog, will pass away at some point. My other dog who's barking like crazy needs to maybe pass away at the moment. I'm recording, Murphy. I'm recording. Okay. So someone had this really interesting TikTok. I saw it this morning. And it was a video of comparing, like if you go back to the earlier scenes or the earlier episodes of season 10, there's that one episode where he goes with, she goes with Peter um, to dinner when she was kind of like trying to date Peter in the most awkward dating experience you've ever seen in your life, right? They actually end up going to La Boheme, which is the restaurant that my husband proposed to me at. That's the restaurant that um, Peter and, and Raquel were at, at that date. And that was that weird night where she was like crying that no one was taking care of her and she was going to have to like pay for herself and James used to cover for her and now she's aging out of pageants and she was like melting down at this lunch with Peter or dinner with Peter. And yet you cut right to that reunion scene and she's like, when, when Sheena's talking, I just find it or hysterically crying. So she does have the capability of emotion. And this is what's so interesting is that a lot of people are saying, you know, everyone loves to have an opinion here. And there's some people that are like, I, you know, I diagnose people on the spectrum and it is a hundred percent a spectrum situation. Some people are like, no, it's not spectrum. She is a sociopath. Some people are saying it's not sociopath. It is bipolar disorder. Some people are like, no, she's just a bitch. We don't know, you guys. We're having fun just kind of like going through it, 
Hoda Kotb was on the Today Show last week, and she said, why does this relationship matter for so many people that have no idea who these people are or care or never even watch the show? And it's because, and she used a comment, a, a statement that said, we all cry old tears. And the reason why is we all know someone that has either been affected by uh, an affair has been, we've either been affected by an affair, our husbands have had affairs on us, our wives have cheated on us, our best friends have cheated on their husbands, our best friends have hooked up with our husbands. Like there is so many connections, but this is, you can't, it's a car crash mentality. We, when you drive past a car crash, it's impossible not to look even though you're so annoyed with the traffic and why it's slowing down. Cause you're like, move, who cares? Who cares? But don't tell me you don't look. We all look right. Even when you're like in a rush, if you're there, you're gonna look. It's, it's very, very hard to not want to see the damage and the, and the creation of the damage. And it just feels so bad, you know, like to, to obsess and like, want to see all of this go down, but I, it's all, it's about all of us too. It's not just about them, you know? Anyway, I think that, you know, I just got a comment on my TikTok, right? That said, what are we going to do when this is all over? And I know I am struggling too, which is why I'm so happy that I'm going on vacation because I feel like I need a vacation after all of this. I need a vacation after these last three months of Scandaval. Then when I come back, I will hopefully have a few other stories that I can just like talk about and kind of get into. Right now, I feel like it's all about, you know, we have a couple couple more days to really go deep into Scandaval and everything else. Okay, let's see. Before, there will always be new drama. That is interesting, Sandy. And a lot of people are saying that. Don't worry. There will always be new drama. You know what the headline is today? Are we Swifties here? Is anyone a Swifty or do we care about Taylor Swift? Are we interested in Taylor Swift? Um, I w- I love Taylor Swift. I wouldn't say I'm a Swifty. Like, I don't know all the ins and outs of every song and why it's written about this. I'm not like Easter egging it up. But I am going to the show on August 5th on Saturday night here in Los Angeles. It's one of her last shows. And I think I think it's one of her last shows. I don't know if it is the last show, but I am going. We got floor seats. Me and my friend Jamie are going to go. We're going to have a fun girls' night. And she apparently allegedly broke up with her boyfriend, Maddie Healy, which was a very problematic relationship. This Maddie Healy was like saying all kinds of crazy things. It wasn't a good look for Taylor Swift. So, see, I'm still bringing some pop culture drama, but here's the thing you want to know the best part about this is. Taylor Swift and Matt Heal- Maddie Healy break up and I'm like, oh, cool, cool, cool. But let's talk about Raquel and her reaction in the reunion trailer that was shot three months ago. <laughs> yes, he was seen kissing someone, Sarah. He was seen kissing someone. His security guard at a concert? Huh? It's crazy, right? But I think his fans, I think Taylor Swift's fans are going to be very, very happy to know that she broke up with him. I think he was an unpopular choice and, you know, oh, you know, there is a Drew Barrymore article that I thought was kind of interesting. Drew Barrymore says that she is incredibly, um, you know, she wishes her mom has has died, which Jeanette McCurdy already said that, right? Like Jeanette McCurdy's book 
such an amazing book. I, I'm glad my mom died. It's such an amazing audiobook. If you listen to any audiobooks, you got to listen to that one. I was like floored. Now, I also used to work as a casting director and discovered a lot of Disney kids and a lot of Nickelodeon kids. And so I saw this kind of story of the showbiz parents. I have got crazy stories for you guys. But Drew Barrymore, I think, was raised a little bit like Jeanette McCurdy in the sense of like, I wish that my parents, my I wish my mom died. It's it's pretty crazy to say that, right? Um, okay. Anyway, so so that's why I would never put my kid like yesterday we were on the dance floor at this party, at this wedding, and my son, my older son, was just like, you don't even know the way he was dancing. And some guy came came up to him at the middle of the show. I'll teach you, Sarah, how to do the audiobook thing. It's audible. I just started Andy Cohen's book today. Um, but this guy comes over to Dylan at the at the wedding and he's like, I'm gonna sign you. Okay. Now, of course, it's an LA wedding. There's a lot of people, whatever. And I was thinking to myself, like, never. No. I mean, I could get Dylan an agent like that. I have friends with age. I'm friends with agents. I know casting directors. I can get him an agent like that. I can't in good conscience put my kids through this business. I just can't. I think it's absolutely the most awful, awful business ever, 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 ever. And it will be so interesting to see this next generation of reality kids. Like where is Summer Moon going to be when she's an adult? Where is, thank you, where is Ocean Kent going to be when they're adults? Where is where are these kids going to be? Where's Jax's son Cruz going to be? <laughs> and then, like you think about Real House in New Jer- Jersey, right? Like Melania, Antonia. Interesting. And yes, I think it's a different thing when you're like talking about. Oh my gosh, Monroe Lewis. Let's talk about that for a second. So I guess Jeff Lewis posted a picture of Monroe on his stories over the weekend. And someone posted about it in some big Facebook group that I'm part of, a Jeff Lewis Facebook group. And people were like, why does he do this? Oh my God. And then some people were so mean. I I see braces in her future. So rude. She's a kid. What kid does not need braces? Huh? Um, yeah, I worry so much actually for Monroe. That may be, I don't care how much love you have in your life. That may be the worst of the worst. I have never in my life seen, I think Monroe is going to have a harder time than any of those other kids that we're talking about, at least right now. Oh no, Farah from Teen Mom. Farah from Teen Mom's daughter. <laughs> what was her name? Sophia. She's a mess. Those girls are, whoo. Anyway, you guys, well, I will tell you this. I promise you we're going to have some more good stories next t- tomorrow and then, of course, on Wednesday, Thursday. If you guys see any good drama, any good um, stories, I want you guys to share it with me. Um, wait, one of the questions, and, I, and we should talk about this, why is Monroe going to have it bad? Here's why. She's not going to have it bad. Like, she's not going to fall apart or anything because she does have love in her life. She has two dads that I'm sure love her very much. It's too public. The details are too public about who she is, about her struggles, about her, the way she acts, about what she says, about what's going on 
around her about how she's talking to her dad about her other dad about what she's saying to these people about that it is too much and like Jeff Lewis has so many fans. Yes, by the way, Jeff Lewis, um, this is a shout out to my girl, Sarah, who runs the Jeff Lewis Obsessed fan page on TikTok. She grows like crazy, crazy because she always gets good clips and um, she's got a good Facebook group. So if you're interested in any sort of, um, you know, uh, what's it called? Any sort of uh, Jeff Lewis news, that's a good one to follow. But yeah, I worry about Monroe. I do. Be interested from you guys to know if you do too. All right, you guys, I am going to try to get my life together a little bit. I have to pack for my big trip. Dozers and chumpets. Oh my gosh. Okay, let's talk tomorrow. And of course, follow along on TikTok, on Instagram at This Is Donna Bowling. And then make sure to subscribe over here on YouTube, even though today's show was like a hot mess express. Um, as always, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for being here. See you tomorrow. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.